0: As you know, there's been a lot of uh, media coverage over this uh, cluster infection emanating uh, out of the Itaewon area itaewon is known as being a uh, multicultural district here in seoul Uh, we've also been getting uh, reports and accounts of how uh, foreigners working and living in korea even though they might not have a uh, direct connection to itaewon feel that they are somehow being uh, targeted Mm. now for discrimination Uh, on top of all of this the government has announced some revisions to the uh, visa system for long-term residents and that's also uh, a cause of concern for uh, many of the foreigners who are living here uh, during the coronavirus uh, pandemic so uh to give us more details on this very pleased to have joining us uh, freelance journalist rafael rashid here in the studio rafael good to see you again good morning Good morning to you. So uh, I just want to start off by uh, saying that uh, this morning, as it stands right now, we're not necessarily uh, a, an expat-focused radio show. Well over 90% of our listeners are Korean. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I think it is important to to kind of explain the situation to our Korean listeners as, as far as the perspective of the expat community in terms of uh, this situation with, sure, with yeah. Itaewon. Um, so, Rafael, I mean, we're going to kind of kind of get into the nuts and bolts of how this is affecting uh, foreigners here uh, but uh, mm-hmm. do you feel as a long time resident and this is a bit of a curveball question but do you <laughs> feel as a long-term resident of korea uh, what happened in the aftermath of the itaewon um, uh, cluster infection mm-hmm. was that it was more problematic with the so-called um, xenophobic attitudes towards the, the foreign population in Korea or was it uh, more problematic or worrisome as to maybe uncovering the anti-LGBT sentiments of the uh, Korean
1: population or they're all kind of all in sort of the same basket? Uh, I think I think in a way they're all lumped together in the same basket. It's, I would say, fear of the unknown or uh, in if it's in the case of foreigners, it's um, kind of shifting the blame on... Um, the minority mm. in, in a way i mean of course uh, you know there are many many foreigners in this country but uh you know obviously it's easy to to yeah to to focus on uh, the group that is not necessarily uh, the majority in which case it was maybe lgbtq or foreigners right
0: and it's I, I mean, it's not unique to Korea. We, we've <laughs> no, seen that of uh, utilized very effectively uh, from uh, right-wing populist governments all over the world in recent months in, in Europe and obviously in the US as well. Going back then to the question of foreigners here uh, mm-hmm. we, we have a daily sort of um 19 announcement they talk about how you know if you uh came out of a cluster infection area or you're known to have been there you must get tested mm. if you violate that you can receive fines of 20 million right, won. Right. but they do offer this all branch or sort of uh kind of a, a word of comfort to if you happen to be an undocumented immigrant don't worry about it you can come in and get tested uh, no questions asked and that's not going to affect your uh status here in the country Talk about then the yeah. South Korean governmental support for these um, undocumented immigrants um, who, who
1: either may have been on a visa and it expired or maybe have just been in the country illegally. Yeah, I mean, we don't know exactly, you know, who, what, when, where, how. But uh, either way, it was, uh, it was already announced actually at the end of January, well before there were many, I think it was just a handful of cases back then. But at the end of January, the Ministry of Justice announced that undocumented immigrants would be allowed to get tested without having to worry about their visa status. Mm -hmm. The reason being that medical institutions are exempt from reporting uh, visa status to immigration authorities. So it was announced, I mean, it it was actually announced in Korean, um, not necessarily uh, in other languages at the end of January. Uh, And so, Either way, the government has repeated this several times. Said that if you, you know, if even if you are undocumented, you can go get tested, and it will be free, and you know, you won't have to worry about uh, your your visa necessarily.
0: Okay, uh, I know that. Uh, just again, uh, I, I kind of shade a lot of these things from my my experience in the U.S., but uh, over in the U.S. right now, uh, there are a a lot of undocumented immigrants Mm. there who are scared to death of even trying to uh, come to grips with uh, perhaps Fears of getting infected there because they they feel if they go to any official body yeah. in the U.S. they're going to be targeted, they're going to be deported, and and they, we've already seen the these raids and crackdowns even intensify during the coronavirus pandemic. I'm wondering if that's the same here. No, yeah, I mean it's not to the same extent, but there must be people unwilling to get tested. <laughs> yeah, just for of that course, fear.
1: it's it's not to the same extent as as for example the U.S. I think, but uh, I mean the government is well aware of this problem, and uh, for that reason they decided they announced um, last month's that they would temporarily halt its drive to crack down on undocumented uh, immigrants so that they do not fear to get tested um but even by saying that it hasn't necessarily been successful the response hasn't necessarily gone as planned um like you said because they are uh, these people are reluctant to reveal their identities and visit these health centers um Apparently, the, you know there have been rumors going around on forums saying you know be careful you'll get you'll get caught something like that so mm-hmm. um regional government officers around the country have said that they haven't necessarily seen a major difference in people getting tested uh, from the undocumented immigrant community, although I'm not too sure how they would check if it's anonymous right um but you know it's it's a major concern because um uh, apparently, as of March this year, there are 387,000 undocumented immigrants in this country, which would form about uh, 17 or 18% of the total foreign population. So it's a kind of what what they call a quarantine blind spot. And, yeah. Uh, yeah, the government is... Keen on um, trying to make sure that everyone gets tested regardless of uh, immigration status.
0: So most commonsensical people who would adhere to uh, the science of how to combat this pandemic uh, and sort of the basic epidemiological uh tactics involved would be that for the overall health of the society, it would be important to uh, actually try to get and treat and, and make sure that the health of undocumented immigrants are also prioritized. Because it will affect well. everyone. Because as you say, because if you don't know it's there, it's going to spread and uh, until it's too late, until mm-hmm. we get another uh, big community transmission. So what about then that debate? How, how, how do you how do we address hmm. this? You, you, you can't I don't think it's feasible to give blanket immunity all of a sudden, right, to these some three hundred eighty thousand immigrants. But uh, there's there's got to be a way
1: to help them feel a little a little bit more comfortable to to get the help that they need yeah. or treated or tested. I mean, it's interesting that you know coronavirus is bringing up these issues. You know, be it xenophobia, um, homophobia, and or undocumented immigrants. Um, Some argue that they are unregistered and they should be arrested and they should be deported from this country. Um, uh, Others say that we should maybe be a bit more accepting. Um, The fact is that I think it was about a week ago, a week and a half ago, you had an undocumented Vietnamese immigrant uh, who was actually in the Ituan area who, long story short, had the virus. And um, it was difficult to track this person down because they did get tested, but then they switched their phones off. Um, Wasn't easy to get in touch. But then I think it was a Vietnamese Korean police officer that was able to talk to him and tell him to come forward and get hospitalized. Um, You know... I think experts, you know, are saying, I mean, some people are at least saying that the government needs to kind of overhaul the immigration system and include um, improvements to the permanent residency system. Um, You know, like a lot of these uh, undocumented immigrants are, you know, were actually here legally, maybe they were on work visas, say, you know, they were on work visas that just so happened to have expired, but um, they were not able to extend the visa, yet they are still needed in these, say, factories, or workplaces, wherever it is in the country, often doing, um, you know, jobs that maybe locals might not be willing to do. So the demand is still there, but maybe not for their... Well, they, they were not necessarily successful in extending their visas. So we have to, you know... I mean, some people are saying that we should look into, you know, how can we... Um, it's not a Embrace. cookie cutter or method that you're saying. Yeah, Those I don't are. think it's so not easy. Not
0: undocumented immigrants are uh, created equal in terms of like maybe some are trying to subvert the system. Maybe others are kind of uh, here in a, in a situation beyond their control. And as you say, if uh, uh, there's a little bit of a, a, a blip in the inna- inaccuracies or the inefficiencies of the bureaucracy, uh, a lot of them are undocumented despite being um, gainfully employed or sure. at least their services being in demand because of the so-called 4D jobs exactly. situation. Okay. Okay. Uh, Let's then talk overall about the sentiment because uh, we keep talking about xenophobia. And again, uh, we have uh, well over 90% Korean listenership. And I would venture to say the vast, 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 vast majority of our listeners would not necessarily uh, consider themselves to be xenophobic. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also, uh, when when we talk about foreigners, feeling that uh, they're being discriminated against, foreigners are not a monolithic block here in Korea. <laughs> there are the, uh, let's say, uh, the white expats, from Canada and the United States that might um, enjoy a certain status. And then there are, let's say, um, migrant workers from Sri Lanka that might enjoy a very different status. But they're exactly. all foreigners, um, whether you're brown, whether you're white, or whether you're Kyopo even. Uh, we're all expats here. But uh, what 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 have you been able to gauge as far as the sense of that uh, um, discrimination against foreigners is increasing during COVID-19?
1: I mean, you know, I don't want to make a general general statement for the entire population the entire country because that would that would be foolish um the the fact of the matter is um you know no matter what situation like i said earlier there'll always be fear of say the unknown or it, it might be easy to blame the person that, that doesn't form part of the majority so we saw that say for shin outbreak the itaewon uh clubs and now kind of foreigners so, I mean, you've seen I've seen some media headlines uh, saying stuff like parents worry about native English teachers, you know, and I wonder why do you have to put the word native in the in the headline, yeah. um, in especially mainstream media. Um, I think this kind of reporting is irresponsible, and it in a way only fuels xenophobia. Uh, I've been in touch with many uh, teachers or English teachers throughout the country, about a dozen, and. Th- who have told me that they've been targeted specifically I mean they've been targeted for testing specifically because they are foreigners now I'm not saying we should not test people I think you know everyone who was at risk should get tested but not necessarily based on nationality um you know some one teacher told me that she had to submit her bank statements to the to the school to prove that she wasn't in Taiwan. Mm. um so you know it it's not it's not it's not cool yeah um, on the other hand there are a lot of companies in Korea who have kind of blanket rules that say everyone has to get tested you know Korean or foreign doesn't matter mm. you know we someone might have been in the area so you all have to get tested so that's you know I think that's the way forward is to just um, to not discriminate against uh, you know nationality well
0: it, it, and we do have to differentiate between, you know, there, it's, it's that old cliche, right? It uh, it's takes one bad apple to ruin the whole bunch, exactly. right? And there, there have been cases of, and this is not necessarily long-term residents, but there have been cases of foreigners who have come into the country, gone through the screening system, uh, been told to go under the uh, mandatory uh, 14-day quarantine, mm-hmm. and have violated those mm-hmm. um, rules and uh, subsequently some of them have either been arrested, there was one Japanese national that was arrested, and uh, some have been deported. deported. Uh, that's different from just being in the country and happening happening to be a native English speaker, and automatically, this very simplistic kind of leap to: if you're a native English speaker, you must be spending your weekends at the Itaewon clubs. We're both native English yeah. speakers. I don't think neither of us I saw each so. other
1: at an uh, Taiwan club anytime uh, in recent. I mean, some of weeks. these some of these people who go in touch were like in Busan and Daegu. like throughout the country. They weren't even in Seoul.
0: Yeah, so the, <laughs> there, there's a sort of mecca kind of gathering migration
1: to to Taiwan <laughs> on, on the weekends
0: for all these disparate uh, foreigners who are living in the in the uh, the rural area. Areas as well. Let's talk long term uh, Mm residents then, because uh, there is now this. uh I guess, somewhat controversy in the uh, in the expat community about long-term foreign residents who, look, your, your, your visa is valid, your, your visa is valid for a number of years, mm-hmm. you decide to leave the country. Now, uh, there is going to be some kind of requirement, apparently, from the government that uh, you will have to actually be pre-approved for re-entry mm. before coming back in. Can you explain what this is?
1: Yeah, so this is interesting. It was announced, I think it was on Friday afternoon, just three days ago. And, you know, we have, there are many questions that remain to be answered, and we have yet to hear from the government who I think they might have made an announcement um, last night or maybe even this morning yeah um, but uh, the government announced that uh, all long-term residents uh, of South Korea will need to obtain a re-entry permit before leaving the country um, and then once you want to come back to Korea you need to get a medical exam. Uh, within two days before Mm -hmm. coming back in. And this kind of medical certificate has to show the presence or absence of fever, cough, chills, headaches, breathing difficulties, muscle pain, etc. And the rules are set to come into effect on June the 1st until further notice. And if you do not follow, if you do not get this um, re-entry permit, or you do not have this medical certificate, uh, you... um, you you could have your visa cancelled overall. So there's been a lot of confusion about the rules, especially the, you know... Uh, there's a provision that says that diplomatic and official visas are exempt mm-hmm. as well as overseas Koreans mm-hmm. are exempt from the rule. Mm-hmm. So people are asking, well, especially in, in the foreign uh, co- foreigner community, people are asking w- why would uh, overseas Koreans be exempt from the rule.
0: Right, because they can catch coronavirus <laughs> just as easily. A diplomat can also catch coronavirus <laughs> just as easily as well, right? Yeah, maybe yeah. a little bit of a logical so we'll see um, fallacy there. Well, yeah, we'll see, but uh, certainly that will be an added inconvenience, uh, if not maybe even a, I, I guess a, a non-starter for for a lot of people here. But uh, if it's the rule, it's going to be the rule.
1: Especially since we don't. I mean, it, it's it's yet to be determined right. how can you apply for this permit, and can you just say I'm going on holiday, or you yeah, know, what what do you what is a valid reason for right. going abroad?
0: Well, uh, whether you can go abroad or not uh, and and come back with uh, with no difficulties is one thing. Another thing is uh, reapplying or renewing your long term visas. This came out a few months earlier, mm-hmm. but uh, the, the so-called F visas uh, from F2 to F7, and this runs the gamut from investors to uh, people who are uh, overseas ethnic Koreans to mm-hmm. people who are married to Korean nationals. This is now a, a, another bone of contention here. The way these visas
1: uh, are, are going to be applied for now, uh, the, the standards are going to be stringent and some would say maybe even a bit elitist, Right. Yeah. So, I mean, for anyone listening who doesn't really know how this works, you have long-term residency visa, especially the F27. And it allows um, foreigners to to stay in this country for a period of up to five years under a point system. And I think, you know, you've got this maybe in other countries around the world. So, you know, if if you do a Korean language exam, you get points. If you pay more tax, you get more points. If you have a master's Uh, In science, you get more points versus humanities. So, you know, you've got this point system and then you add all the points together and then hopefully you will be approved to stay in this country for a few more years. And now this system is under review. The Justice Ministry has proposed changing the system and they will be favouring workers who earn higher salaries or those who come from prestigious universities. So under the potential potentially new system, higher weight will be placed on you know, higher salaries. You'll get a lot more points. And if you have graduated from one of the world's top 500 universities, you'll get a boost in points. And the proposed revisions are not final. Um, and the Ministry of Justice is reviewing uh, opinions that can be submitted by email until uh, May 29th. And so uh, the
0: uh, intention behind this, is it purely... Economic, Mostly, is that what they're saying?
1: Yeah, I mean, uh, Min, uh, Justice Ministry spokesman was quoted in an article the other day saying that the revisions were proposed to give more advantages to expats in the superior talent pool while dis- decreasing the number of expats who are not in this pool. Mm-hmm. <laughs>
0: And, and the, the argument is that uh, these uh, superior, talented, elite uh, expats would be more economically productive, yeah. uh, b-
1: put more into the economy, uh, and, and so on I and so forth. I think so. You know, um, they say, well, I think there's two yeah, they, the experts uh, on immigration law say that this is in order to, to prevent abuse of the system and basically boot out anyone who is economically inactive, basically not contributing enough financially to this country. Um, and so they are favoring highly qualified people. Uh, you know, I think yeah, you've got similar moves at the moment in the UK, actually. Okay.
0: Um, but, so again, this is not a uniquely Korean no, xenophobic maneuver. This is no, 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 a no. system that uh, a it's, lot it's, of... Uh, so-called developed countries have.
1: Yeah, and I think, you know, maybe Korea might be trying to follow this rule, especially, you know, this list, it says, you know, top 500 university. I, uh, you know, I I, I went to a very specialized language school in the UK, which is, in a way, prestigious, but not necessarily the the best in the world. Right. Luckily, it's in the top f- four hundred. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> but you know, you know, it's like, how can you? Yeah, that's pretty subjective, isn't it? Um, so yeah, I mean, some people are saying that you know this is unfair because it only play- it places too much importance on financial level and mm-hmm. level of education, which might not be the case for everyone. You know, I've been, there are many cases uh, there, are a lot, there are a lot of outrage online, of course. People are saying, you know, Korea is only placing importance on on financial profit. But what about those in this country who might not be here to necessarily make profits? Right. Um,
0: Maybe they're here for the greater good. Maybe they're doing something for with a
1: civic group and uh, yeah, helping exactly. people, Right, but it's not calculated in GDP. I was, you know, reading one case just this morning. You know, someone who wants to make a nonprofit school for low-income families. Mm. Who, if if that person does it, might not right. be able to qualify for right. this visa. Well, final question, we've got
0: about 30 seconds left, but is this a new normal? I mean, with that revision, but uh, as far as coronavirus is concerned, whether it is directly affected by it or not, uh, this is kind of just a tougher environment for uh, foreigners to be in? It's
1: for sure. It's getting a lot tougher. It was obviously a lot easier in the past 10 years, 15 years ago, very, I'd say a lot easier to get into this country. Uh, But now uh, the government is, you know, for good or for worse, making it a little bit more difficult. Um, And it's understandable. Why is I think that they just have to, um, you know, it's put, not necessarily put so much importance on exact financial values, but also other values that people can bring to this country.
0: Yeah, uh, not everything should be measured with uh, how much uh, I guess impact it has on necessarily the economy, but uh, perhaps let's look at the society as well as a whole. Raphael, thank you as always uh, for the analysis. Appreciate it, and look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you.